0: I want to switch to another issue, which uh, some would argue might be related to the climate. It's certainly related to our population growth in the Sydney Basin. And that the the fact is that uh, in the many, many years since the Warragamba Dam was completed, the four decades since it was completed, of course, the population of Sydney has grown exponentially, much more uh, than it was uh, forecast at the time. Yet, of course, we haven't built any New dams. We haven't been able to approve any new dams. In fact, we're at the situation now where people are campaigning against even raising the height of the Warragamba Dam wall. They don't even want to increase the storage capacity in Warragamba. And this has led to the situation where the levels at the dam at the moment peris uh, perilously perched above 60%. It's at 60.1% at the moment, expected to drop below that to 60% any day now, any hour now, and this will trigger, for the first time, the use of the $1.8 billion Kernell facility, the desalination plant that was uh, announced by Bob Carr's Labor government back in 2005 and opened in 2010 so it's about to be used for the first time it's going to add uh, a lot of money to your annual water bills at least 25 35 dollars uh, to your annual uh, water bill once it's um, once it's operating which could be any moment now so to discuss this development and where to from here i'm joined on the line by the former new south wales premier and water minister who was responsible for the kernel diesel plant nathan reese thanks for joining us nathan
1: Chris, how are you going? Happy New Year.
0: Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Now, you must be excited, right? Nine years after this desal plant was completed, someone's going to finally switch this, flick the switch.
1: <laughs> oh, look, it's, uh, excitement's one word for it. I, I, look, I just think there's a, as you alluded to in your opening remarks there, with population growth, there's a, there's a mathematical certainty to us having to augment our supply in one way, shape or form. And uh, the desal plant, uh, was was the option that was ultimately chosen, it was the most cost-efficient option. And uh, here we are in uh, 2019, and we're about to turn it on. So,
0: how is it the most cost-efficient uh, option when you could build a new dam or increase the height of the Warragamba Dam and have <coughs> much more water storage there, that you don't have to chew up a whole lot of energy and uh, and have that capital sitting there for nine years to this stage not being yeah, sure. used?
1: Sure, and that's that's that that's a fair question. So. Look at the point at the point where we we constructed it. Um, the dam supply Warragamba was down to about thirty percent. Um, if we hadn't been transferring water up from the Shoalhaven River and had severe water restrictions on Sydney, would have been into single figure water supply. Now that that is basically uh, muddy, turbid water, and uh, and brings into question um, the use of that water at all for Australia's biggest city and our most populous state. So. We looked at all of the options, uh, including new, including new dams, uh, including pumping recycled water up behind uh, Warragamba Dam. Um, the the that that option uh, was about a billion dollars more than a desal plant. Um, many 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 people don't realise that we actually draw on 12 dams for Sydney's water supply. So, um, Welcome Reef Dam was the one that had been. Mooted as an option previously But the advice to government at the time Was that it was too shallow You lose too much water through evaporation So uh, the desal plant Was the option I have to I I, have to, I freely confess That I was sceptical at the start But once I was briefed by the experts on the numbers, it became very clear to me that it was the best option. But
0: the and experts, Nathan Rees, have made a similar mistake in other states. There's a desal plant that's uh, mothballed and just kept ticking over at taxpayers' expense in South Australia that they've never had to use. There's a massive desal plant uh, southeast of Melbourne that's been the same. They've never had to use that. It's costing a bomb just to keep it on standby. There's another one in Queensland. Again, it's mothballed. Uh, over $7 billion worth. Worth of desal plants around the country. And this one at Cornell will be the first one to be switched on. I think when governments made these decisions, they were buying the arguments from people like Tim Flannery and the like who said it was never going to rain again, the climate change was going to make uh, all the rivers run dry and we had to uh, make our, our our drinking water out, out of ocean water where obviously what we need to do is improve our water and storage, particularly when our population is growing so rapidly.
1: Yeah, so what what I would say to that, Chris, is that um, the ability to tap into the ocean and desalinate that water, the ocean is effectively the world's biggest dam, OK? So having a desal plant, yes, you're not going to use it all the time, just as you don't use a railway network all the time. That's, that lies fallow for five and six hours a night, depending on the city you're in. You don't use your schools all the time, OK? But a government, a responsible government can't take a risk with something as fundamental as water. No, you Um,
0: can't. And there are some places that really do need leave, For instance, I leave Perth out of that summary because Perth and its lack of water storage and lack of rainfall, uh, obviously desalination is an obvious solution. But in all those other locations, governments have gone down this path because they're scared of building dams. In all those states, including New South Wales, people have proposed dams governments have actually put them on the table and uh, green groups and environmentalists and protesters have have managed to knock them off
1: yeah and the difficulty the difficulty is like like so much public policy in australia whether it's the murray darling now or we're talking about power restrictions in victoria today um, the the intensity of the debate tends to occur when things when things are extreme so we're talking about problems in the Murray-Darling now and what the policy responses might be, when in actual fact we should be talking about these things when uh, when, the, when the policy settings can be set when there's not as much uh, not as much uh, febrile discussion Indeed. of the issues. Now yeah. when you, you can talk about raising a dam wall, you can talk about having additional dams, you can talk about capturing stormwater and so on and so forth. The bottom line though is in a drought it's not raining anyway, so they don't. They aren't live options for you. Um, now, if you were designing Sydney from scratch, you'd do it very differently. Um, but the reality is, I, I, if, if
0: you'd put my are, place on the harbour for starters,
1: yeah, <laughs> so, and mine. I'm out of and <laughs> It's still 36 degrees here. <laughs> uh, but look, um, if you're designing Sydney from scratch, it'd be very different. But I, I recall asking asking the experts to do some figures. There was a lot of discussion around we don't catch enough rainfall, and we probably don't. But to retrofit the city to catch only 20% of the rain that falls on the greater metropolitan area was in the order of $7 billion. That was by the time you you, yeah, know, you yeah. acquire properties for retention. You've got to treat the water to a higher standard because there's petrochemicals off the roads and so on and so forth. So on balance, um, even though it was new, even though it hadn't been tried in Australia before, it had been tried around the world and desalination was uh, financially the best option.
0: For well, it. we'll check it out. The switch will be flicked uh, pretty soon. We expect to be interesting to see how long it's uh, required. Thanks for joining us, Nathan.
1: Good on you, Chris. Have a good weekend.
0: Nathan Rees there, the former Labor Premier of New South Wales and former Water Minister in this state.